Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Something historic happened this week in the world of work. Listen to this headline from Daily Star. Quote, Robot hires human being in world first as AI conducts job interview, end quote. Yes, you heard that correctly. Robots are now making hiring decisions on behalf of companies. I'll talk about that after this. Entrepreneur Kylie Jenner makes an estimated $1 million per sponsored post on her Instagram, which makes her the highest paid celebrity influencer on the social media platform, according to the 2018 Instagram Rich List, compiled by Hopper HQ and Automated Instagram Scheduler. Jenner is followed by singer Selena Gomez, who gets $800,000 per sponsored post, and star soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo, who earns $750,000. Together, these and other up-and-coming stars contribute to the $1 billion influencer market, which is expected to double in value this year. Now, all that is great until there is an Instagram bug and you lose over a million followers, which happened to Kim Kardashian, Justin Bieber, and several others. If it could happen to them, it could most definitely happen to you. The moral of the story? Don't build your house on rented land. I suggest you do what I did and get your own mobile app with Superpass. Superpass makes cutting-edge content apps easy, instant, and affordable. So whether you already have content or are looking to start making money by selling your podcasts or videos online, Superpass can help. So sure, Build up an audience on social media, but drive the traffic to a property you own, and that property should be Superpass. For more information, visit Superpass at www.superpass.app. That's www.supapass.app. Superpass.app. And be sure to tell them Jim Strauss sent you. All right. Let me quote a few lines from the article I cited uh, from the Daily Star. Of course, when I say AI, I'm referencing artificial intelligence. Here's the quote. A robot has hired a human being for the first time in history as an AI was left to do job interviews. Robotic head Tengai has been commissioned to carry out recruitment in the Uplands Brother Municipality, Sweden. Tengai resembles a head on a stick (laughs) with a friendly looking face. Beamed up on, uh, beamed onto a screen which wraps around his plastic skull. The robot was developed by recruitment company TNG together with the tech firm Furhat Robotics. He is reported to have hired a man called Anders Ornhead from Jerfala. End quote. The first time I heard about the robotic head tin guy was on the Chad and Cheese podcast. They had uh, on their show um, Elon, who was the chief innovation officer at TNG and Tin Guy. When asked what Tin Guy was all about, uh, Elon said this. Did you know that it only takes like seven seconds for someone to make a first impression? Seven seconds. Now, I don't even want to know what you're thinking about me right now. (laughs) After just like 30 and with this crazy outfit. But let's face it, we are all biased. 
Tenga is um, a diversity and inclusion software that is unbiased by design, with a human touch. Tenga is a social interview robot that will assist recruiters and hiring managers in the early stages of the recruitment process, screening for soft skills and potential. That will allow hiring managers to get more objective interview data so they can make better hiring decisions. With Tengai, we eliminate gut feeling from the interview. Since the robot doesn't care about age, looks, gender, or ethnicity, she can also interview more job seekers efficiently. The end result will deliver more diverse and efficient teams with skills set to meet the challenges of today's and tomorrow's workforce. And, but most importantly, it will free up time for recruiters and hiring managers to really engage with candidates at the end of the recruitment process where the human relation Thank is you. needed the most. A world without bias seems utopian at best. And, and even back then when I heard that on Chat and Cheese, I was more than a bit skeptical about this robot and how it could achieve such a lofty goal. So I looked around in an effort to find out just how it worked. Turns out I didn't have to go too far on 10 Guys' website. They go into great detail about the inner workings of their robot and how they produce it. Here are a few quotes from their website, tinguy-unbiased.com. The robot will conduct the interview in a way that is very similar to how a human recruiter would do it, using competency-based questions such as, tell me about a work situation when you found it difficult to work with colleagues in a team or project, and why did you find it difficult? The robot will give feedback, such as nodding, smiles, and going, mm-hmm, <laughs> in order to encourage the candidate to give elaborate answers. If the answer is too vague, the robot might, for example, ask the candidate to give more concrete examples. After the interview, the robot will make a summary of the interview and some objective recommendations for a human to make the decision about the candidate. It's a real Interesting. So you know it's good. All right, further down in the website. It says uh, this, for the data collection, we are using a setup typically referred to as Wizard of Oz, named after the 1939 film in which it was revealed that the mysterious wizard, in fact, did not exist, but was instead controlled by a man hidden behind a curtain speaking into a microphone. And this is how we are teaching Tengai in the beginning. Tengai was initially controlled by a human recruiter sitting in another room, triggering the robot's behavior, which has allowed us to record data of human robot interviews. This data will now be used to develop two different models, one that can replicate the wizard's behavior during the interview, and one that can do the assessment of the interviews after. Going down a little bit further on, uh, it says this. So the question is then, how should a robot help to reduce bias in the hiring process? Wouldn't the robot just replicate the human bias that exists in the data that we train the models on? As a hypothetical example, Let's say a recruiter consistently would interrupt female candidates more than male candidates. If the gender of the candidate would not be available to the robot, it would simply fail to reproduce this behavior. For example, it would just learn that it should stop, uh, it should interrupt sometimes and sometimes not. But the decision would not be based on the candidate's gender. Hmm. <laughs> For the record, I don't fear robots and automation, not in the long term. 
I support a Tony Stark kind of future where humans and robots operate in simpatico. However, I am not a fan of any process that removes human judgment entirely. For me, the worst case scenario is not that Tengai or any technology fails to work, but that it works too perfectly. In the long term, I think it would open up new career possibilities as a result of new technologies. The same way cars disrupted horse and buggies and Netflix displaced video stores. Change is inevitable and new jobs will emerge. It will happen. But I have to ask, what about the in-between time? What about those skills we are losing a bit more every day because of technology? In a very real way, technology has made us either dumb, lazy, or dependent, or all three. <laughs> Let me count some of the ways. And with that, here's a hat tip to Lifehacker who helped me realize a lot of these. Example number one, GPS. It's easy to get addicted to the turn-by-turn -turn navigation of a GPS. Not only does it guide you through a city, it also helps you avoid traffic jams and find faster routes. But relying on it too much can make you dumb, lazy, dependent, or all three. Don't believe me? Just try to take a long road trip without one or navigate your own city when trying to meet somewhere for the first time with someone used to be someone could just give you directions, you write them down, and then boom, you off you would go. Uh, but now, <laughs> now not so much. Example number two, phone numbers. If you were stranded in the middle of nowhere and needed someone to pick you up, but your phone died on you, could you call someone to pick you up? Sure, not on your phone because it's dead. However, if a stranger let you use their phone, would you know the numbers to dial? I bet you're so used to hitting someone's name on your phone that you don't actually know their actual phone number. Test yourself now. Think of uh, three people that you call the most. Quick, what's their phone number? Yup, yup, that's what I thought. <laughs> Technology has made you dumb, lazy, and dependent, like me, because I'm very guilty of that. Uh, example number three, basic math. When was the last time you added something up without a calculator? Something significant. Your phone probably came with a calculator app pre-installed. Do you use it more often than you care to admit? All right, let me give you a quick test. Imagine you're at a restaurant and your bill came to $25.16. What would you add for a 20% tip? Hmm, if your reflex was to grab your phone and punch some numbers, then you proved me correct again. Dumb, lazy, dependent. Technology strikes again. In addition to dumb, lazy, and dependent, technology has also made us impatient. The increasingly popular website Study Finds reported on a survey that said the average person grows frustrated after waiting 16 seconds for a web page to load, 25 seconds for a traffic signal to change, 22 seconds for people to start cursing their computers or TVs if a show or movie doesn't immediately start streaming correctly. These insights from a survey of 2,000 British adults. 
I'll also add to that this study that I don't recall where I read it, but it's easy to look up. It said that human beings have less of an attention span than the average goldfish. Uh, Human beings have an attention span of eight seconds, whereas goldfish had an attention span of, I think it was nine seconds. So (laughs) I blame technology for that too. Well, um, I diverged uh, quite a bit from my topic, so let me get back to the point and give you a few things to think about in closing. Uh, The robot 10 guy hiring humans is a sign of inevitable progress. Change is the only constant. We have to get used to it. While I applaud the life improvements resulting from new technologies, I mourn the dying skills that have been taken for granted by previous generations. Abilities that today's generation may never realize as they become ever addicted to technology. In the long term, in the long term, I believe it will be all right for all concerned, which is to say all those who manage to learn the new skills for a new era. However, my concern is for today and those trying to get by during this transitional phase, which is us. We have to learn the new skills employers want while managing to appreciate the old skills that new technology is gradually taking away from us. (laughs) Wow. These are interesting times. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can leave a comment concerning this podcast on my website at www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my website. Your continued support keeps this podcast train chugging down the track. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.